What's up and welcome to Champions of Lore, a show about all the kick-ass stories behind some of Idle Champions' coolest campaigns and characters. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on twitch.tv slash Games, or later on your favorite podcast service, B. Dave Walters and Aaron M. Evans talk about all the Idle Champions lore that's fun to know about. If you're here with us live in the chat, you can leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later in the show. But until then, Aaron, B. Dave, take it away. Hi, I'm Aaron M. Evans. I'm the author of the Brimstone Angels Saga, a six-book series set in the Forgotten Realms, featuring three of your favorite idol champions, champions, Frida, Havilar, and Mahan. I also play Cecilia on Dungeon Scrawlers. Uh, B. Dave Walters, I say words about things. Uh, audio listeners, you are missing out this week. Uh, Every just, week. Just, uh, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you made me forget the rest of my spell. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, B. Dave Walters, at B. Dave Walters everywhere. I do this, lots of places. Aaron Aaron hit my, my weak point, so, yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Is there a Magic the Gathering, like, metaphor we could use here? Because I have to admit, I have never, I have played, like, three games of uh, Magic. Yeah, you, 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 play, you played an instant spell yeah. that uh, just completely <laughs> yeah, yeah, ruined yeah. his thing. Yeah, you yeah. hit me there with an go. interrupt. Yeah, counter spell. Um, yeah, that, that's, that is true. 100% true. But somehow an interrupt that gave me hit points back. I don't know how that works, though. It's like an interrupt buff. Just like, bless. I'm like, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but to, yeah, so. Today we go. are talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Oh, are, are, you, are you into the, the magic and the gatherings? Uh, you know, uh, did a little bit of it that, uh, that, that. This, this this summer you might have seen me yeah do a little bit yeah. of magic the gathering product placement yeah so uh um, you you uh, your and josh lee Coy's commercial was my favorite just because that's how i want to play magic from now on where you're yeah. like the beholder hides in the darkness <laughs> yeah <laughs> a cold breeze goes down the nape of your neck as a new foe approaches from the craggy ridge. Yeah, I, I, still, I still remember my lines. The best part about those commercials is you cannot tell how much of that is scripted, how much of it is improvised, because it really did kind of wave, uh, uh, wave, weave in and out fairly seamlessly. Um, <laughs> I played Mad Magic the, the Gathering um, back in the day. Uh, I used to, that was one of the main ways I made money in college is I'd play in like cash tournaments. Hmm. Um, so I, I'm, I'm rediscovering, um, Ravenica, uh, here in, in recent years. Um, in, in, I've been sent a, a, a lot, a lot of, uh, magic, uh, cards, which is great, but uh, I'll tell you in this, this will some of this will make sense to some viewers and it will wound the souls of others. And I have a vested interest in doing both. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my, my plan is cause you know, they sent us those puzzle boxes. I'd bring it over here, but it's gigantic. You have to see like mm -hmm. the, the pictures. We, it really is like this big and like this tall It's huge. It's, it's fantastic. And, uh, it's got a bunch of, it's got a box in it and it's got a bunch of the, the, the silver packs, the, you know, the specialty packs. And my plan is not to open any of them and just keep them. Oh, really? Yeah. And the problem is, right now, they're Schrodinger's magic cards, which they actually aren't <laughs> that valuable when they're unopened. Because there's the potential it's that it's something really great. But there's also the potential that it's absolute garbage. The problem is, and here is why, dear viewer, the box they sent me has this really nice little, like, display area that fits the box and fits all the packs and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, now I can't open it. Like, if they just sent me, like, a box <laughs> and been like, here's some magic cards, I'd be like, YOLO, let's see what this is. It's the presentation, though. 
So that's why they they will live in my little altar, my little shrine. Well, well good, good news for uh, for uh, people live with us here. Not not as great for for audio listeners. It's gonna be a little visual thing. I actually have some packs here because uh, I bought a whole booster box, nice. and I'm gonna open a couple of these oh, hey. throughout the show. Um, because I thought that would be fun. Uh, but yeah, there there's uh some there's definitely some overlap. Um between Isle Champions of this because several of the champions are in this magic set. Dun, and they dun, look really dun. cool. Uh actually I you know the greatest I have... crossover event in a generation. It, it <laughs> yes. honestly it really is. And you know it's mm. wild because you would think Wizards of the Coast owns both. You think this would have happened much earlier and happened all the time, but no, because they, they were both momentous properties with their own mm -hmm. lore in in you know fandoms in momentum and there always was a lot of crossover between people who play magic and people who play yeah. D, D. uh the designers of magic and the designers of D, &D you know there always mm -hmm. has been a big venn diagram um and honestly i was really surprised when ravenica came out the for, for those of you that aren't aware the D, D campaign setting that is the world that magic happens in mm -hmm. i was really surprised when the ravenica setting happened before something like AFR, I thought AFR would have would have been the Adventures in the Forgotten Realms would have been the the far more you know logical and smooth yeah. collab. So I, I do remember that there were a lot of theories going around at the time when they announced the the Ravnica book that they're like, oh, they're gonna do a mat the D and D set the same time, so it's like they're flipping on. But we we had to wait a little bit longer, and I'm not upset about it because these cards are really freaking cool. They are really <laughs> great. they are really great. Um, yeah. I actually got, a, uh, I have a few cards here that I've gotten so far that have some champions in it that we'll go over. And, and I I figured the first uh, good one to show off is Farida. Oh, <laughs> oh, there we go. I actually got a yeah. shiny of her. Fancy. Farida yeah. card. Farida card. Congrats. Uh, then we you're, got, you're a magic card now. You are. Oh, so we got Brunor Battlehammer. Well, my character looks like a distinction. I'm not Farida. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Later. Important. Uh, we've I mean, got, but, uh, we've but got say, if there was a Havilar card, I'd be like, no, that's you, though. But yes. I've seen a lot of people the going. I, I saw people on Twitter theorizing that there's something on the edge of the Farida card. They're like, that is definitely Havilar's Glaive Devil Slayer. There's another oh, one what? coming. And I have to tell you, one, I don't know anything about that um, or any of this. This was a wonderful surprise. But, oh, dude. Uh, oh, no, I think that's her I tail. I think it's her tail, yeah. yeah. I think they gave her, like, a, a super extra long tail. It, it definitely cool. looks glaivish, but, yeah, I think that's her tail. You know, we, we, you know, the person we need to find is the artist and see if they intended that to be a shout-out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the, the last card that I got here uh, that I've gotten so far that I'm really happy about is I have a full art Eliwick that's kind of reflecting. But nice. uh, I flipped out when I got that. I like full arts a lot. Um, but yeah, so we kind of talked beforehand about the the champions in here, and there's kind of three <laughs> groups. Um, there is uh, the champions of the hall. That's what they're called, companions right? Companions. Companions of the hall. Companions of the hall. Uh, the legends of uh, Baldur's Gate, minus Shandy, which I still find an odd choice, but I wasn't on the team. Maybe I don't know. she's in the follow-up pack with Havilar. <laughs> could be, could be. And, and um well because uh the uh wolfgar and Catabri are actually only in t uh two commander decks mm. so they're not you can't even get those through the pack so i was like oh maybe shandy's showing up through there couldn't find her interesting um and then uh then the the other group is the miscellaneous <laughs> 
Um, the uncategorizable. Categorizable. Yes. Categorizable. There we go. Categorizable, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, the transcendent. Brimstone Angels. Transcendent. I love it. You transcendent. <laughs> um, so I guess, which uh, which one would you all want to talk about first? Do you start with the Companions? I, we could definitely do that. I, I know that's... I know that one is also near and dear to B. Dave's heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got, got, to, got, to, got to do some stuff with that. You know, no, I got like really lucky with D&D gigs this year where they kind of were like, hey, would you like to do like some incredible stuff? And I'm like, yeah. And they were like, would you like to do a lot more incredible stuff? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess a couple months back now, uh, it's weird because time is a flat circle. For for the year Dritz, I got to interview Bob Salvatore, R.A. Salvatore. Bob to his friends. Bob as his friends call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and and I think I told you guys that at the time that like they hit me up on Wednesday to record the next Monday. They legit were like, Hey, are you vaccinated? I'm like, Yeah. They were like, Have you read the Dritz novels? I'm like, Yeah. They were like, You wanna do a thing? Yeah. And that literally was the call. <laughs> um because those uh, are good questions i like those questions it's true yeah um and uh yeah the, because the you know the new book's coming out i think it's available for pre-order yet i don't, I don't think it's it's hit yet um usually it comes out in the fall so yeah so. uh that was where we debuted as sleep sound benedict cumberbatch's drow lullaby which you haven't heard um is absolutely incredible enchanting yeah it, it, <laughs> it, and i will just say this uh before we dive into the specifics of the uh Companions, if you haven't seen Sleep Sound, the companions are in it. And I was there for the premiere when Bob saw it for the first time, and it made Bob cry, which almost oh. made me cry. Because <laughs> it is I really incredible. It's really incredible, the video. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell, I'll tell you what about it was so moving after we talk about them a little bit. Yep. So, so who are the companions of the hall? So as stated, Companions of the Hall are the characters featured in the Legends of Dritz series. Um, so that includes, for the for this set, that includes uh, Dritz Dorden, the Drow Ranger, that probably most people know about. He's pretty famous. Just a little famous. Just a little well-known. Um, he only one, has one his might own say action iconic. figure. <laughs> I mean, uh, nearly 40 million bucks. So there's that. Yeah, there is that. That is, he's a, is it 30 years now that they've been coming out? Yeah, 1988 was the first one. Yeah, that's that's why this year is the year of Dritz because it's his 30th anniversary. I don't know statistics about how long series run off the top of my head, but I have to assume that for a single author written series, because there's lots of what series that go on and you use the the pen name, right? That everybody, mm-hmm. like V.C. Andrews, there's a lot of books, but they're not all the same person. Um, that that might be among the top. <laughs> what? V.C. Andrews aren't all the same person? Shock, right? Um, so... Uh, so we have Dritzt, who is um, a drow who left the Underdark and came up into the world to fight evil. Um, and his friends, uh, Brunor Battlehammer, who I believe is the first champion you get in Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Yes, affectionately referred to as Tutorial Dwarf. Tutorial Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Tutorial oh Dwarf. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, that's, see, that was my interrupt that you, that you threw. <laughs> uh, well, what? Um, yeah. so, uh, Brunor, uh, leads the dwarves of Icewind Dale, um, and is, uh, 
kind of friends with friends with Dritz. They they bicker. They're I don't know. I find them adorable. Quasi um, adopted father for Dritz. Yeah, really. he's got he's got kind of like fatherly tendencies, um, but not as much as he does toward uh, his literal adoptive daughter, Caddy Bree, who is established as in, in the commander deck. Uh, she's a human. Can I, um, can I just uh-huh. say one, one quick thing for the people who who don't even know this much of the mythos? Because it's possible they don't know. Dritzt is a drow, you know, uh, dark elf from the Underdark, who was exiled from the Underdark, especially for being too sweet of a boy. Essentially for being too sweet of a boy. Yeah. More to it than that, but more or less. When do too the murders? Sweet. What do right. you mean you don't like spiders? I mean, right? They were like, bro. <laughs> You should leave or we're going to eat your face. Also, we're going to continue attempting to eat your face. And when he Mm -hmm. came to the surface, these were the people he met. And Brunor took him in. And that is how they first originally got started. Sorry. Please continue. We have Caddy Bree, who is a human. She changes. I think she's she becomes a wizard um, briefly and and has clerical. Ability. So she's she through the series uh, learns a lot of things, <laughs> um, and I don't, see this is another thing. I'm like, how much do I try not to spoil a series that's been going on for thirty years? Yeah, but anyway, I we'll mean, stop like, there. Right, well, yeah, I mean, uh, okay, all right. I don't know. I, I I feel I feel like it's okay to spoil like the earlier <laughs> things. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, but because we're talking about them in the context of being magic cards, I guess we don't have to give away too many plot details because these, these people go through a lot over the last 30 years. Yeah. Some like of the that. things that Caddy Bree goes through are very moving and effective to read. So you should read those books. There we go. Um, there's also Wolfgar, uh, who's a barbarian, who is... Ooh. Uh, he's not adopted by Brunar. I believe he's indentured to Brunar initially, um, but he also uh, kind of, Brunar comes kind of a father figure. And he's sort of the main character in the Crystal Shard. Like, when the first book came out, it is sort of structured as Wolfgar's story, but Dritzt is so fascinating and interesting that he automatically draws your attention and becomes the hero of the series. I can tell you one one of the delightful factoids. Uh, Would you like the, to share the, this story? Yes. This, <laughs> this is the Wolfgar card, by the way, from hey. the commander. He looks so yeah. cheerful, which is not what I would expect. Again, that's yeah. early Wolfgar. I, that's early what Wolfgar. I thought, too. Yeah. Wolfgar also I, goes through a lot of stuff. Yeah, a, a lot. Like, I felt a like lot, someone was just like, hey, Wolfgar, smile. And he's just like, all right, this once. Yeah, and they were like, nah, it's, it's subscribe forever. We got you. Yeah, he's like, Regis. <laughs> Um, uh, the, what, two, two of the main uh, nuggets of joy that I got from my conversation with, with Bob Salvatore, which was tremendous. Um, to pronounce the, the trail city is Menzo Baranzan, which is, yep. that's a thing now. Didn't know that. That's a thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to spread the gospel that is pronounced <laughs> Menzo Baranzan. Um, and the Crystal Shard was originally written without Dritz at all. Uh-huh. That's wild. Yeah. He wasn't even a character. You know, and he came in later, which is why the story is not so much about him. And, you know, like you said, the the, the free market sort of decided <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we want more of that no, guy. You know, that one's the grabby one. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. one I want to see. Uh, and that does bring I, up there is, you know, the the we were talking about. You mentioned that Shandy's not included in the in the Legends of Baldur's Gate. Regis is not actually included. That's fair. That is so fair. They did, they did trim it down. Everybody, yeah. everybody seems to have lost one. Well, I guess Burns and Adels technically those is two members, but my hand stands in the back anyway. I, d- I did also pull up the the Caterbury card into the person that's like Trevor casually showboating his cards. That's right, I will because they're relevant. <laughs> I, don't that's true. To, I don't get to show off magic cards that often on you know at all on this show. So no, this it. is not just a flex; it is a relevant flex. 
That's mm-hmm. the best kind mm-hmm. of flex. Great. People can't call you out on a relevant flex. Mm-hmm. Rules are rules. All right, it's 11.15. You all keep talking. I'm going to bust open a pack. Audio listeners will get no, some more no. of the booster pack. Are we, are we cracking packs? Oh, We're cracking yeah. packs. Luckily, I still have this trash can from last night. I'll, I'll let you know if anything relevant comes up. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, but, but And then, uh, hang on. I, I clicked away I clicked away from my list. It's my own fault. Um, How dare you? Think I did. Children. Yeah, I did. Yep. Yeah. And then, uh, so Dreads, Bruno, and Canterbury, Wolfgard, those are the companions. And we got the legends I'm, of Baldur's Gate. Yes. Hmm? I was going to say, I'm curious, um, because I don't have the magic cards in front of me. If you guys know, do. you do. Yeah. Trevor, since you have magic cards look, in front of look, you. Free, free to casting a fireball. Nothing so weird about that. this is kind of my question. Nothing weird about that. Do you feel like the abilities, they, obviously the abilities have to be adjusted because yeah. what they do in a novel and what they do in a video game like Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms mm-hmm. is not what they need to do in a game like Magic yeah. the Othering. But I'm curious if the abilities of the cards, how they match up, like what what was done to kind of make them go. So I mean, can you see what Dritz, what's Dritz? card do. uh oh well drist uh drists uh when he comes in the battlefield he, well he has double strike which is great because he's which, got two swords right which um, is, this is an iconic element of drists he has he double wields scimitars yeah i think um, one of which is the tooth of a of a white dragon which i find delightful Mm-hmm. Uh, twinkle and in icing death twinkle and yeah, icing and death. actually i actually have the um there they have icing death as a card mm-hmm. and when you kill it you actually get this token uh, equipment Ooh. that is icing death so you can that equip it to a creature beautiful art right too. isn't that mm-hmm. so pretty I d- i've always loved the fact that one of his swords is named twinkle i know you it's know, so good i Tw- love that too because it sounds kind of like cutesy but like it's a sword and he will kill you with it twinkle is oh, taking countless lives i feel like that that is you as a weapon Aaron. you're like i'm twinkle but i will cut you <laughs> Like, oh, how do I, I fit that I on a I've business always, card? There I've it is. Always wanted you can quote a, me on that. Put it in your Twitter bio. <laughs> I've always wanted a live-action version of Drist with this, like, you know, brooding voice that I always hear him have saying, this is my sword, Twinkle. <laughs> well, you know, great. JCM voices him in a lot of the games. Ask mm-hmm. Jason to say it for you. Oh! That's, oh, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm to ask him for that. During D&D like, Live, I, he came on and he did some Dritzisms for us uh, on day one. I uh, I think that most of the cards have pretty good stuff. Like, Frida's Fireball, I honestly, like, if I didn't know you, Aaron, I wouldn't have uh, I wouldn't have even thought about, like, oh, wait, yeah, she can't she cast, cast that. Fireball. <laughs> she um, does not have Fireballs as well in any of the books. I think a lot but, of them did a, did a good job at converting them what are you gonna say beauty time for me to nerd out a little bit that image is not fireball that's not what fireball looks like fireball Mm -hmm. uh, is a small pellet of light that shoots out from you and detonates at the destination we always think of it as like this kamehameha thing it's actually not so that's not fireball she's doing i don't know what she is doing uh and i'd leave it up to you whether she's got some other uh, beam of light appears over my head before a thing happens spell she has but, some hmm. sort of like cone of flames like yeah. spell that I forget the name of. Um, uh, but, burning but, hands. 
I don't think it's burning, burning hands. hands but... is you, you hold your hands out and it literally is like a fan of flames. However, it was just... a fourth edition spell specifically because that's How when I was paying close attention. Well, she was a listen, listen, yeah. listen. Yeah. I no, wrote it during safety. fourth edition. Zone of I had to be, I had to follow the rules regardless of you know, what B. Dave Walters thought about it. And that's... I did wonder, and I didn't know why I wondered because he didn't know you then. But <laughs> you know, here, here's why, here's why that's okay with me because this is a direct conflict of two of two you know pillars of my identity is one uh me being glad that fourth edition is behind us and we shall never speak of it again but two to lauren and i get you to do a game you made money off of it so i have to accept and respect <laughs> it we wouldn't be here if not for fourth edition so fourth edition gave me you aaron so Aww. there you go but you know what there you know go. what in That's that positive in that i have made peace with fourth edition <laughs> you know um, uh, so I went through the pack. <laughs> Frida's Fireball is the only card in here that has an Isle Champions character on it. The gold that I got is Teleportation Circle, uh, which seems pretty cool. So, but yeah, let, let me say to to what again, I am nowhere near that that expert on magic that I once was. But you know, I've looked mm -hmm. at the cards and, and, and went through a bunch of them, and, and especially I saw like when we were filming those commercials and we had them all, and I was looking at it, it was like. It really was like a later edition of the game, but like I understood the words, if that makes yeah. sense. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, I know what that does. And I'm like, okay, and this is it. Like, I think the main difference is Commander has changed the game a lot. That was all after my time. But to your I point, really love Commander. it is magic first and D&D &D second in the sense mm -hmm. that it's yeah. like, this is the game of magic. But logically and, you know, thematically, it makes sense to put this D&D &D element over it. I, mm -hmm. I I was on a uh, I was on a podcast with Puff and Forrest and a couple other people this weekend, and uh, some of them were like, "But this isn't how it works in D and D." I'm like, "Yeah, but that's because it's a magic card." Right. <laughs> Similarly, like I think in the the main Frida card, she has like flight abilities. Yes, yeah. I believe she gets she flying. gets flaming wings, but they're for scaring people. Like they, yeah. they produce a fear effect. So that's uh, to be fair, too. she but does get menace, cool. which is a fear effect. There we go. Um, and flying is cool, so and that's got to be very interesting for um, your battles. So yeah, there's a there's a lot of ground effects. I mean, met metaphorical landmines that, like, mm -hmm. you know, if you step on this, a thing happens, and you're like, but what if yeah. I don't step on it? It's like, oh yeah. But <laughs> mm -hmm. mm -hmm. one of the other things that I do really like about the set is that um, you know, there's certain cards that's just like this is just Joe Schmo Paladin, but like it has three abilities that you get to pick from on it that are named after spells or abilities paladins can do. That's cool. Um, and there's a lot of cards like that. I, I really I love that little bit of flavor in it. It's really cool. Um, but where where do we leave off on on these we're, champions? We are up to um, I think Legends of Alder's Gate. Yeah, we're yes. we're through the companions. Minsk and Boo, where I, 2018, uh, the stream of many eyes when played Jim Zub shaved his head to play Minsk with Matt Mercer as Boo. That was Jim Zub's birthday. So that was I that, know, that, that, that wow. so much. Mm -hmm. That was the first time I ever saw what Jim Zub looked like, and it was. <laughs> <laughs> I just heart. heard his name, and then he walked out. He's like, "This is perfect. I wouldn't change this for anything." <laughs> yeah, keep that in your heart box. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mitskimbu might be my favorite lore characters ever. I just love them <laughs> so damn much. Like, I, I especially love on his Wikipedia page, it was like, during this year's uh, Minsk's favorite enemy uh, was this. During this year's, it was vampires. But now he just says that it's evil. Yeah. Like, his, his favorite enemy is evil. <laughs> you know, a lot of times you don't get to do the full nerd out about the lore that, that Aaron and I are 
quite frankly, task to do. Tell us <laughs> who are Minsk and Boo, Trievor. Uh, Minsk and Boo are just the 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 best. Um, I just want to leave it at that. Uh, no, they are. How do you? Okay, it's where Cecilia's from. Rashomon. Uh, Rashomon. Rashomon. Minsk has been to Rashomon. The, Does he remember Rashomon. it? I know. That's the jo- the joke yeah. is the, in Dungeon Scrawlers, people oh. will question Cecilia and she'll say it's like we do that in Rashomon have you been to Rashomon nobody's been to Rashomon nobody wants to go to Rashomon it's cold and there's really crabby witches and lots of berserkers and you have to go through say to get there so Minsk has mm. been to Rashomon he's from Rashomon yeah. he's a, a berserker from Rashomon yep. I believe yes uh so yeah he went he was d- trying to get into a trial i believe is what I, I had read before um and essentially ended up going on kind of this quest sort of pilgrimage thing <laughs> with Gemma. a yeah with, with, <laughs> a, with a witch like, it's like with shemmy rumspringer <laughs> like go out see the world see how we're better come back because you feel bad you left but then you yes. didn't come back um and he yeah he so he went traveling with uh with a witch to protect her and everything like that saw the world and at some point i still don't quite know where he found boo who according to him is a miniature giant space hamster which is my favorite sentence in the entire world wait 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 what do you mean according to him (laughs) boo is a miniature giant space hamster I know in my game he is, but they leave it very vague in the lore. So that's why I'm putting it like that. That's like saying, according to Aaron, Farida is a tiefling. No, Farida's a tiefling. <laughs> Boo is a miniature giant um and yeah and and again like okay where's where's that quote there's a quote on the wikipedia page i love uh the quote is stand down dirty minions of evil or face my hamster's wrath i love that so much it's just like I played the Neverwinter MMO for a while, and at one point, they just uh, just caught me off guard with like, oh, by the way, you're going to uh, run with Minsk and Boo through this dungeon. And I went, ah, what? <laughs> like, I'm in my house by myself. I was just like, oh, my God, it's Minsk. <laughs> um, but my favorite piece of lore that is from, uh, from recent is... Um, there was a statue of Minsk in Baldur's Gate, and uh, when a when Delina was there for the first time, she was attacked by gargoyles because you know that's how Baldur's Gate greets you. And uh, she cast a spell. Wild magic went off. It missed the gargoyle, hit the statue of Minsk and Boo, which then dispelled it because it was actually them petrified. And Minsk immediately went evil and took out his sword and started fighting. <laughs> And that's just Minsk. That's perfectly for me describes Minsk. And that that's the end of my Minsk title. And <laughs> that also is one of up. my favorite oh well, one of my favorite um timeline jumps when you go for when the yes. edition is moving big chunks, you you kind of some people went, Well, how do I make sure I bring this character along? Or they went, Oh wait, we want this character to stay. I was petrified for the entirety of the spell plague in the wailing years, and now here I am, ready to kick evil's ass some more. Is probably one of my favorites. It's tidy, it's quick, it uses the yep. the game rules to get back to where we want to get. Yep, and it's hilarious. I I do remember hearing uh, Bob Salvatore talk about the meeting they had, where they're like, "Okay, we're doing a time jump," and everybody going, "Okay, how are we keeping our characters though?" <laughs> <laughs> uh. You were gonna say something, B Dave? Nope. Okay. Not this time. Uh, so who who else do we got in? Delina, uh, you mentioned. Yep. 
um, who is a wild magic sorceress. She's got a twin. She's a nut. She and Frida twins. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and she she's a half elf, I think. Am I remembering that right? Um, yes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, she's an elf. She's a moon elf. She's a moon elf. She went to Baldur's Gate to find her twin brother uh, and found Minsk. Yep, and uh, a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> she fell right into a narrative. It is true. Yeah, like I the 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 first one. If I if uh, I remember correctly, is is pretty well like main character her like she's got the big problem and everything like that and brings these people together and everything. Um, I had actually only read the Descent into Avernus uh, ones that Jim Zub did, and after looking more into this, I'm like, I'm buying these uh, today and I'm reading all of them because these sound glorious. So let's see, we have Minskinbu, we have Delina, we have Cridal, who Cridal. is a half elf thief. Um, mm-hmm. With uh, ties to the nobility of Baldur's Gate, but not interested in them, but has to deal with them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I and... did. I did realize. Hang on. We. we, uh-huh. we I, I. I've been missing out on like talking about what these things do in Magic because I'm. I know a few people in the chat do play the game and whatnot. Um, Cridal, I've used a lot in the the digital version of the game, and he I, he is just the worst for my opponents because he has a thing where it's like if a creature whatever a creature attacks you can pay mana and he will make them unblockable he basically mm-hmm. plays distraction yeah. and it's really cool to just be like hey i'm gonna have this thing attack that when it hits you it does stuff but you can't block it so <laughs> <laughs> must be real rough yep yeah and they and they actually put delina's wild magic into her card so one one of the big things about this set is the fact that you actually roll dice um and with uh delina whenever i think it's whenever she attacks you roll a d20 and it has like a, a table on the card that tells you what you know crazy stuff happens hers is i think she actually got Ratted because her mechanic ended up being broken because <laughs> she can like straight up copy a card um and if i think if you get a 20 you do it again so it was it, i think some things got changed there but uh, <laughs> but in the uh in the commander decks they've uh included uh i've recently found out more than d20s there's cards that call for d10s d8s d6s so you can just have a full-on D game right there with all like 200 cards <laughs> complete with narration yes it's 11 30 i'm busting up another pack as all you right guys do want. it do it you know i applaud you and your restraint it's hard man it's hard so who who else do we got there i am checking the list that you sent because i oh yeah i thought I, that was i think that might be all the i, I think that's game. all of the legends yeah because again shandy's not in there sad also, shout uh, shout out to uh, Neverwinter Nights, where a lot of these uh, a lot of these characters. Yeah, right, Baldur's, well, I mean, Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Baldur's Gate Two is where I, I I learned about Minsk, and the, from the first moment yeah. I heard "Go for the Eyes Boo," I was in love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can a not miniature giant space hamster do that? I mean, think about right? it. Right. Story didn't even add up. Yeah. Uh, my my packs are failing, y'all. And I, you know what? If I don't get a champion in this, I will open more of them. The, the, the gold Let's that I got going, was Triumphant Adventure. Yeah, I don't, will keep busting these open on stream until I get one. Don't threaten do us with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I will do it all I want. Uh, the only one we haven't mentioned is uh, Eliwick, who is in the upcoming adventure. Um, which light? 
So yes. we don't know a whole lot, but we talked about her a little last week when we talked about the deck of many things. Because her deal is she drew from the deck of many things and she got the wish card, the moon, mm-hmm. and she wished to be the best bard in the world. The, so her card um the the she so she is a planeswalker and there was there was a lot of conversation with this when the set got announced because some things were planeswalkers and some things weren't and people were like huh would you like um, to explain what a planeswalker is because i also yeah. was uh because loth is one now and so i know that was a whole thing yeah, so Planeswalkers came about like oh, like over ten years ago, and um, in the lore, these are these are essentially what you are playing when you are playing Magic in lore. You are a Planeswalker, and that deck is your library of spells. Um, and uh, every set, uh, except for the core sets, take place on different planes, and it is explained that you are walking to another plane to have these stories and combats and everything like that. Um, so when they made them cards, uh, they made them pretty powerful, and but also they count as a second player. So whenever somebody is like, I attack, you can choose to either attack the player or their planeswalkers. Um, so Eliwick, it makes sense that she's a planeswalker. She got the wish card. She wished to be the greatest bard in the multiverse. And so, you know, she can just go about and do whatever she wants. Uh, the confusion came around when Lolth, Bahamut, uh, Lolth and Bahamut were planeswalkers and they're gods, which everyone was like, oh, okay. But then Tiamat, Orcus, and I can't, I think there's another god that aren't. They're just normal creatures. Now I'm offended. Now I'm offended. I I, I find myself being a, a consistently having to be a very pro Tiamat advocate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dark lady gets done dirty repeatedly. Um, mm-hmm. And and that's it. She's gonna find any dead bar. I will say this. I will say this. Uh, uh, bring up Josh Lee Coy again. Uh, the recent episode of Command Zone, they play the Forgotten Realms set, and Amy Vorpal plays a Tiamat commander deck, and it's glorious. <laughs> Um, and then the last, the last planeswalker of the set makes the most amount of sense because it's Mordekainen. Yeah, of course yeah. he can go wherever the heck he wants, <laughs> as, as one does. He canonically so, does. Like. Yeah. So, so someone put in the chat. I really like this. The reason Tiamat's not a planeswalker is she's bound to Avernus. <laughs> she can't Ouch. technically walk the plane. Ouch. I mean, is she though? Think about it. She is until she isn't. That's Tiamat. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the uh, the the mechanics uh, of, of Ellie Wick are pretty cool. But they also actually made a wish card, uh, so you can cast Wish in Magic: The Gathering, and its ability is so cool. It just says you can play a card from outside the game. You can literally go to your collection, pull out a card, and go. I play this. <laughs> that you know, that's what Wish is supposed to be. You know, I, I I have have spoken at length about the broken Twilight Zone monkey paw nature of Wish and how it's supposed to work. Like it is very mm-hmm. much defanged in Five E. As I said, when Ellie Wick was like, "I wish to be the best bard in the multiverse." If somebody made that wish at my table, I would not have elevated her in status. I'd have taken the bard powers away from everyone else. Like, oh well, then you're the only bard. Yeah, that's oh, uh, because you, every time you say it's that, so it makes subjective. Me sad. It's so subjective. This is the only way to be sure you did it. Yes, yep. exactly. That's the only way. If there are no, I mean, hey, uh, Brainiac taught me that's the only way to know you know everything is if you destroy it after you learn. <laughs> so done. By the way, B. Dave, Brainiac taught me is one of the top <laughs> ten most terrifying sentences. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, my other favorite Brainiac factoid. Uh, hmm. 
you know, the idea of calling somebody a brainiac, you know, is they're smart, comes from the character, not vice versa. He isn't named Brainiac because that's hmm. a word for being smart. That character was so ubiquitous as a Superman villain. That's why people call people Brainiac because that's, of him. Yeah, that's incredible. That. Mm-hmm. Also, we cast wish to be able to talk about lore outside of this show. So uh, I, I have a question about that card. Is it any magic card that's not in the set or any card, period? You know what? Hang on. Can you go like open so, up a board game and I'm pull gonna, out? I'm going to go, I'm gonna so, go get my Yu-Gi-Oh cards and cast You go into Catan and take out Largest Army <laughs> and you're like, I officially have 10 times everything. There was a card back in the day. I do not remember which one it was, dear friends. And it essentially was worded as play any card. And that was the thing people were saying. It's like, can I make a card? Like, literally, like, yeah. people had, like, Sharpie handwritten on playing cards. I win. Game over. And stuff like that. That it, wow. it, it just said play any card. And they didn't understand the depths and heights that nerds would go to. And also depths. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm now looking for this card out of all the things I opened yesterday to try and find out. Because that would be pretty freaking funny. We're just like, oh yeah, no, I just uh I'm gonna play my my Yu-Gi-Oh cards now. Yeah, I can't find it. I'll look it up later. Uh but uh yeah, there 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 used to be cards that like because they sometimes do these joke sets of magic cards, and um there was I, there's cards that are just like, oh, uh my favorite one is everyone at the table grabs a random object from the room and puts it behind their back. Whoever has the median sized object uh like is the one that keeps all their cards and everyone else is destroyed. <laughs> Something like that. I can't quite Wild. remember um okay um well there there is one other one and it is farida and yep. i know we've talked about farida but uh wham, 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 does, wham, wham. It, does it feel cool <laughs> by the way i'm opening another pack audio listeners you get, you're getting the asmr you know for although yes we have talked about farida but you know we never know there might be somebody joining us for the first time here hi friend or yeah. hasn't heard every episode mm-hmm. is farida yes uh farida is a tiefling warlock a neutral good tiefling warlock, which everybody gets very like, they can't do that. Uh, but you can. I did. You can. Uh, she is the main character of the Brimstone Angels saga, which I wrote. Um, so now she's a magic card, which is very exciting. We'll add it to the, to the list of games that she's stepped into. Um, as established, she does things in magic that she couldn't do in the novels. I guess she went and learned some new stuff. Um uh like flying and uh casting not fireball but something maybe she maybe it's just called farida's fireball because it's a whole new spell i, I don't know be, i'm gonna make that on dd <laughs> beyond later it's gonna be the one fireball that warlocks can cast uh, um there's also, also i'm getting mad because i didn't get another champion so i'm opening another pack audio <laughs> listeners you get more asmr so he's it, not in idle champions um, but Farida's uh, pact, the, the devil she has a pact with, Lorcan, is a magic card um, yes. in the deck. Uh, it's in the, I think it's the red black commander deck. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I do like, it's. I think he's called Lorcan Warlock Collector or something yep. like that. That is his thing. Warlock, uh, Lorcan is not the kind of um pack master who's like sell me your soul he's like this is a status symbol look i got one of i got one of each in a set this is not a champion but it is the most appropriate card for me to open on this show i got orcus 
<laughs> there he is. You can't see it, but he's got a boombox behind him. My so. boy, there it is. Yeah, yeah. He left he's it. In, he left. He left it in the car. He's like, like Ray McQuaid, love me. Check legally distinct hands down the most appropriate card i could have opened on this tank that show good. that is good <laughs> yeah i i do i do hope that because again i really hope that they do more of these because it's two of my favorite things again i've shown it off on the show there's a lot of magic cards up there um i i i like both these properties and i for me though if they do another set, I really, 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 really want to have Lorcard. <laughs> 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 like, I think that would be like Pie in the Sky Dream. I want a commander deck where Farida and Havilar are partner commanders because I think that'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, they're, they're, people are posting. Uh, uh, Counting Coup actually put in the official ruling on Wish. Hmm. In a casual game, a card you choose from outside the game comes from your personal collection. In a tournament event, a card you choose from outside the game must come from your sideboard. Uh, in limited events, your sideboard includes an arbitrary number of basic lands. Uh, hmm. You may look at your sideboard anytime. Interesting. I wondered how they would have done that in tournaments where they just they run over to someone else's deck. They're like, yeah. yoink. You're like, I'm going, I'm going to my head. Yeah. I wished it. Um, any, any last thoughts about magic sets and uh, champions before we take a look at the, what the chat's been up to? No. Okay. Super cool and exciting. Yep. It is super cool. Buy them. They're available now. I closed uh, Twitch. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ryan Hayden says, uh, can, can one make money with Magic the Gathering? Uh, yeah. Uh, for me, the hobby was a black hole for money. Uh, Pete, you're muted. Verifiably, I did it, and I've witnessed with my own eyes, Josh Lee Quiet drives a really nice car. I'm here to tell you. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah I, I, I have monetized Dungeons and additionally Dragons. Quite frankly, this summer, I think I monetized Magic, too. So, yeah, yeah, you can. That's very, you did. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I don't know what's going on with tournament play. Uh, oh, oh. I do, I do want to say this one thing. What what I did find, though, was uh, for all of my friends in college that, like, we were there uh, kind of at the infancy of the tournament circuit. Like, in my day, uh, the Black Lotus was 500 bucks. If those words mean something to you, it dates this story to a very specific <laughs> period in time. Um, and what ended up happening is a bunch of them um, either became pro Magic players or became pro poker players. Because <laughs> once you make the mental jump that i'm going to play cards for money and then one of them literally pays infinite multiplicative amounts a lot of them deviate deviated and went that mm -hmm. way yeah i will say another thing is yeah if you get rares that are worth a lot of money yes you can make a profit off of it there uh during the theros set i paid for two fat packs and then never paid for any of the rest of the cards that i got because i just kept selling rares and buying more fat packs so you you can do that or you could just you know keep them um obo lauren says champions of the hall is uh what the kids in the hall from canada call themselves i like that a lot it's a good that's a good one uh herc work uh they used to have uh the artwork on the website separate from the cards so you could see the full art and i know that some people actually would go and draw the rest of the full art on their cards which was pretty cool uh 
Messi, du um, Messi Duval, I think is what it is. Uh, petition to change his official uh, name to Bruno the Tutorial Dwarf. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> the manager. No. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, okay. This is actually pretty good. Jade Deja Vu. Bruno is also the quote-unquote Tutorial Dwarf in the PHB Chapter 1. It that uses him as an example to teach you how to make a character. That is a good point. That is very, very true. He's uh, earned this moniker. Yes. C&E Dylan I says... I mean, he raised uh, Drift, he's raised us all. <laughs> C&E Dylan says, uh, too sweet of a boy, a.k.a. by the way, he's uh, the most skilled killing machine ever. <laughs> I mean, he won't just part. do a murder to do a murder. Por que no los dos. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a prolific killer with a conscience. I mean, and he can't have that. He's mostly killed only people that have it coming. Uh, this is really sweet from TTRPG Gifts. Uh, it says, when I got Farida, I literally gasped and said, Aaron M. Evans! <laughs> <laughs> That's very sweet. It's my reaction every time we log in and I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Catch23 says, I do find it funny how many of these characters in all other mythos just freeze at a certain point in time, and it's a time uh, pretty early in the series. Uh, it's been a long time since Caterbury, uh has been an archer. Hmm. Okay, good to know. Um... Oh, th this is this is arguing lore that we put down. This is a correction. Oh. Catch twenty three oh. also adds: it is not a dragon's tooth. It's Icing not. death is uh, is a frost brand scimitar named after the dragon whose horde he took it from. Oh, my apologies. My mm. apologies. Mm. Mm. That makes more sense because I never did know why that dragon had one really long tooth. <laughs> the rest of I them mean, got busted out by Wolfgar's hammer. There you go. That. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, there. Uh, uh, this is. Uh, oh my gosh! I don't know how to say your name, Zega. I'm just gonna call you Zega. You know who you are. Uh, there's a card. <laughs> there's a card called Fireball in MTG, uh, and it does uh, look like a Kamehameha wave. Uh, so, oh no, Kamehameha. Oh, excuse me. I said the same. the wrong one. Uh, so she is casting the MTG Fireball, not the D and D Fireball. I actually there did hear that apparently in their logic, this is not. Not the official Forgotten Realms. This is a Magic the Gathering version of the Forgotten Realms, and the Magic the Gathering settings in D and D are not the official settings from Magic. They're completely separate with their with the separate rule set. And I'm like, that hurts my head. To think uh, yeah, I that, mean, that seems like a lot of we don't we don't want to worry about fussing about details. Well, when it they get again, tricky. it has to that. be, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Otherwise, it very um, quickly falls apart because the things don't line up. <laughs> uh let's see otherwise oh, Cassius... otherwise elminster and morden kane and roll over and just wreck everything and then come home the, i don't need to do this but i'm gonna do it anyways it's just because it's Cassius three through five and, and, and i've joked with this uh, with him before he says exodia won't work it's not a single card haha they did make it into a single card later and i do have it because i played with my nephews and i wanted to beat them um <laughs> i'm gonna read this one and it is very off topic, and I'm okay with it. Ryan Hayden says, maybe a little off topic question, but if you all agreed to play a character in Real Housewives of Waterdeep, a group of high society ladies that are friends uh, slash rivals <laughs> that could rule the city, if it wasn't for constant backstabbing, what would uh, what would be your character and their ambitions? 
Oh my god, that was you know, I can't, you can't put me on the spot. This I, is one of my favorite questions. Honestly, ever. honestly, really may now do a show that is essentially Real Housewives of Waterdeep, like a political intrigue a, drama set in Waterdeep. Like I legit, hand to God, may do that now. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me on there. It's I a want root. it. That's a really hooky idea. I like it. It's yeah. a really great idea. <laughs> p dave's p dave's gears are turning they're a turning oh man i think I, I if i had to play a character it would probably be an asimar that was just like the sweetest bean but was an assassin rogue Ooh. who like would go out at night like uh, in 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 she would have an alter ego just like the black viper does but her alter ego would be uh the masked lord and she would go out at night and just savagely gank people and then just be <laughs> the sweetest baby by day. I, 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 ha I, have this, I just got this idea in my head and I kind of like it. A, a, an older uh, elven woman, not obviously the age of uh, Silverhand, but who has become convinced that one of her friends in her friends group is a mass lord of Waterdeep and is now plotting their downfall so she can replace them. I feel like there's a lot of mask lord potential. Oh yeah, there. there's so much fun that could lord. be with that. Okay, first thought was was someone who drops heavy hints they are a mask lord to do to convince to get people like telling them things to do favors, um, but then they're just going to use those to enrich themselves because who knows what the mask lords do? And one mm -hmm. person vetoes. Who cares? Um, who gets way in over their head? Like what's her name? Who went to jail? Um, but yeah, I'm bad at characters on the spot. I, I, but now I'm going to be thinking about this all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You know what I just realized? And I don't remember what the question was. I remember uh, in the last episode, we said, hey, remind us about this question and we'll have answers for you next time. Totally forgot. I don't even remember what it was. ADHD just took it away. Ooh, yeah. If you're in chat right now, do you remember your question from last week? Yeah, please Drop pose it, it to us. That's true. Because we were like, this requires more than 40 seconds. And soon we will only have 40 seconds. That's true. Exactly. Um, Cassius335 says, I'm guessing your single Exodia doesn't have you win the game effect, does it, Trevor? I went, listen, Cassius, you don't have to do a follow-up, okay? That's <laughs> 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 nah, fair. Uh, let's see. Uh, Herkwork does say uh, this is when you find out that the masked lords are all uh, housewives of Waterdeep, <laughs> which would be kind of Plausible. funny where they're all masked lords and they don't know. <laughs> they're not not all real housewives. Yeah, I I do like that. I Gar want War something says, where you could be the like the Xanatar's wife, but that is lore breaking and you can't. Yeah. I mean, we know he loves the fish. We don't know that he doesn't have like a squeeze fish, down the there. Fish, the hey, fish. Hey, we is don't the, know. Yeah, the, the fish, fish is, is the it. character. Yes. <laughs> I said what I said. I've got a very checkered relationship with that fish. And yes, <laughs> we don't know that, you know, he's not not seeing somebody. Down, down in he's a beholder, though. They all hate all the beholders. They hate he, everybody. He's got a fish. He's got a lot of eyes to be seeing someone. Oh, I think I actually do remember what the question was now. It was if we could make a card for the deck of many things, what would it be? Oh, shoot. And that was a really good question. That was a really good question. Oh man! All right, you know I said I would answer it, so here we go. If I could, hang on. Let me here for for context. Let me lay on you real quick. 
you know, the lightning, the lightning description of what they are, because that'll help. I, I got it. Mm -hmm. I got it. Okay. Mine would be uh, a, a lycanthropy card. So actually more of just a transformation card where it lets you basically become a, um, any kind of, uh, being you want, you can change into at any time. I mean, you, uh, you're like, I'm a, I, I could just turn into a dragon. And like, that's that's just, a nice that's, one. That's just shape change. But, but I, I guess wish is just being. wish. I mean, yeah, so I guess you could get it early. Um, mine would be um, something with time where you could, Ooh. you could, you could, you could alter past decisions. Like the, the, there's the one where you have faith that you can undo one status. But mine would be you can monkey with your class levels. So it would be a way to be like, I'm a cleric now, bang, you know, like that. But then me being me, if you don't word it carefully, I'd give you like a like a jacked up subclass or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where you're, you're like, I'm a war cleric. You're a life cleric. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah, but. The yeah. thing that popped in my head, and I, this may not be as much fun. It's a, I guess it's similar to the, your soul is now in a random object, is you switch bodies with a random person on this plane. And so now you're a totally different character, but you want to find your own yourself who's in a different body. Oh, that would be interesting. That would be really cool. That's a, a good trap. It's a card. little like a um, what's the spell? Reincarnation, where you randomly roll and you come back as whatever. Yeah. Um, like like that, but limited and theoretically reversible. If you can find see, what's funny person. is I actually had a character in a Pathfinder game that did that, where they went through a teleportation circle and they came out and their soul wasn't in them anymore, and it was someone Oops. else. Uh, there we go. That's pretty fun. Um, Jay, Jay did put into our uh, text document. Okay, but this is kind of what my party did a few uh, years back in Waterdeep. Not explicitly. Uh, I guess. Oh, oh, I think it's to the 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 one before. It's not the Real Housewives. That's what I thought it was. Because uh, Porter Boy said, um, "I'd like to be a tavern keep, and the rival and the rival is the Xanathar from the Thieves Guild." And Jay was saying that they did something like that, not explicitly against the Xanathar, but we might have started a turf war between the Thieves Guild and the Zentar. <laughs> Ooh, Which is secret Zentarum housewife. Ooh. Oh yes, I like that. Ooh. I like that, especially if you seem like you're just the the petty bitch that doesn't do anything except you know. And, but but like have like a really bubbly like. Actually, yes. See, I like that. I feel like the one that seems like they don't do anything is the thing I would have the most suspicious about. You know, I would be doing a suspicious every time they were around. I'd be like. <laughs> yeah put, put somebody on their trail every night when the when the lords meet yes um there are several other very good questions in here but i think that is where we're going to have to stop for today uh i hope you all learned some uh some fun stuff about the champions and some magic cards uh but uh aaron b dave where can people find you and what awesome things are you look working on you can find me on Twitter at Aaron M. Evans. You can catch me tonight at 6.30 on twitch.tv slash Dungeon Scrawlers, where I play D&D &D with a bunch of other fantasy writers. And hopefully we are finishing off our um, murder mystery because I don't know who did it. So that's where the hopefully somebody figures it out. Oh, um, I forgot to tell you, Aaron. There huh? is a magic card that is a Westgate vampire. <laughs> as soon as I got it, I thought of oh. you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> forget those guys <laughs> you can uh, play a lot of vampires not right now though mm -hmm. B.D. Walters I say words about things I know this is going to come as a complete and total shock but I have a big announcement in like a week or so uh, hey. probably 
yeah, things are happening as things are wont to do. Uh, follow me on the Tweetograms at BDaveWalters and uh, Black Dice Society Thursdays at 4 on D&D Twitch and YouTube with the world's hunkiest podcast producer. <laughs> Um, and who has a production mouse now? To oh, oh, ah, production ah. mouse. Yeah, send me a link to that. I probably need it. Um, okay, yeah, I literally and, don't know what this is. You, know, you can tell me later. That is true. <laughs> yeah, follow me on the Twittergrams at B Day Walters. Uh, oh, you can find me. At, oh, I will say for oh. those of you that this matters, we're back in the studio filming LA by Night season five yeah. right now. Uh, we started last night and it's a lot. It's a lot. That's all I'm gonna say. Excited. It's a lot. I'm very excited. Um, you can find me on the Difficulty Class podcast every Friday, except for this Friday. We're taking a week off for personal reasons, but we will be back the week after. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at the Trevor. There is an A hiding in there, and you can also find me wherever the Idol Champions community is because I'm the community manager, and that's still getting weird to say, and I'm trying to get used to it. Wait, 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 Thank you to Jay for moderating in the chat as always, and thank you to Cody Entertainment for letting us have some fun talk about D&D. Uh, if you missed any part of this show, you can catch it later at 2 p.m. as a podcast on your favorite podcast service. Uh, and if you have any suggestions for future topics you'd like us to talk about, you can send those into championsoflore at codenameentertainment.com. Uh, today, uh, if you're here live with us, uh, 1 p.m., uh, there is Mars's Guiding Hand, and at 3 p.m. is Sketching Hour, and they're going to be making some cool stuff and drawing things, and going to be fun. Last week, Lee on Griddle Champions did pancake art of stuff that they did on Sketching Hour, and I, I loved it. It was so cute. Uh, but yeah, that is going to do it for this week's episode. So until next week, Champions out.